Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. You. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've been and suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make them believe it from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, oh, hello, 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 hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound as another exciting edition of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, Big Underscore Bane. Bane, what is going on, man? Out of breath. I'm out of breath, Breaker. You're moving quick there. <laughs> uh, I had to run and get my phone. I forgot your phone. Yeah, I left it in my car. Do you know what would have been funny is if you left it at your house? And I ran all the way back there. <laughs> well, no, not as, that. As long as this intro is, I could have done it. Well, that, not only that, you'd just been like, dear God, what do I do? I don't have my phone. Yeah. I, I mean, you have your watch on. but I would have noticed about, like, before I got to the end of the street that I didn't have my phone on me, though, because it automatically connects to my Bluetooth. Ah, there you go. Yeah. And then a circle come right back. Hey, dad gum right. I've been like, hang on, pal. I uh, I left my binky at home. <laughs> Gotta have your phone. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's interesting because nowadays... It's such a weird thing to not have your phone. Yeah. I, ha- I had an incident at work one time. I was coming off nights, and I think it was my last night. And you're always just exhausted when that happens. And I get out to my car. I don't have my phone. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh, dang, I left it in my locker. Because I have a locker at work. So I walk all the way back. And it's a relatively long walk all the way back in, open my locker. It's not in there. Mm. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So I'm like. Do you have to, like, go search all around the plant? Well, not, now I'm going to have to go because we have clothes we wear there yeah. so i'm gonna have to go get a key to get into the clothes bin because it's like got a little door up top that you push in and you can't get into it otherwise so i'm like god i'm gonna have to go get that key like oh my god like and like i can't walk around the plant without those clothes on so i'm like i'm gonna change it to another set of clothes yeah just to, you know like oh my like, oh my god what is going on I'm like let me go check my car one more time and it fell between my seat oh thank god so but it was just like that anxiety of like where is my phone <laughs> you know did i tell you i've lost a phone before did you leave it on top of your car no, what happened is, so this was back when I was still smoking and in my work truck, like there was this, it was before pop sockets were invented too. Mm-hmm. So that shows you how much of a lifesaver these things are. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like, you know, the, those big trucks, they have the roll down window, but then they have that little, little push open window. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would always open that to, to smoke. Sure. That's probably what it's for. Right. Probably. And, um, but what I would also do 
is like when I wasn't smoking, I would have my phone in that slot. Like I would set, set it right there by the window. Right. And it would just sit there and it would be like easy for me to grab it. If somebody called while I was driving. Mm -hmm. Well, one morning, all of a sudden I just realized I didn't have my phone and like, I was like, shit. So I I went the whole day without it, you know, not a big deal. But when I came back to the plant, I couldn't find it in my car or anything and had no idea where it was at. And like the only thing I could think of, like it, I, I looked at the, like the find my phone or whatever, all that app, all those apps. And like it said, the last known location was on the broken arrow expressway. <laughs> so it fell out. It fell out while I was driving and you never noticed that's even worse. I, yeah. I never realized it was gone. And so that was also before like those trucks had the Bluetooth. So it wasn't, connected to my radio or anything like that yeah so like it just it fell out like i opened it to, to smoke a cigarette and then like it just fell out and i never saw it again and i wonder how long it was gone before you realized it probably uh, a few hours huh? it was it was probably about probably about like it wasn't that long it's probably about 20 30 minutes okay because um i was on my way to my first stop and i you know i always grab my phone put it in my pocket and it was like Where's my phone? You know, and I, <laughs> oh, I, I was looking all over the cab and everything. Couldn't find it. And you have to go the whole day without a phone. Yeah. The entire day. And then like, I came back because, you know, Steph always texts me good morning and all that stuff. And so like, I had to come back and I, I, I still don't know her phone mem like number by memory. Um, I, I can get pretty close, but, um, well, we don't live in an era where you have to do that anymore. Right. Like I know my sister like ingrains and in her kids, like you need to have our, my number memorized. Well, in this in was, case something happens, this was a moment where I was like, I cannot believe I don't have this number memorized. Right. Um, but I got on Facebook <laughs> at, at work and I just messaged her real quick. I was like, Hey, I lost my phone. I don't know where it's at. So that's why I didn't text you back. <laughs> and so later that day I had to go buy a new phone and that was fun. Phones aren't cheap, man. They are not. I think I was actually due for an upgrade. Yeah. I was just trying not to because I didn't want that extra payment. Yeah. You know? I guess you didn't have a phone to trade in. Though, did I did you? not. <laughs> didn't, didn't get that deal. It, no. It, I can get it to you, but it's somewhere on the BA. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It like, ain't going to be in good condition. <laughs> no. It ain't going to be mint. I can tell you that. Well, that's the funny thing, though, was the fact that they could find it. That means that it had not been crushed yet. Yeah. Well, no, it's in the last known location. Oh, I see. It's, so it, it, probably it, back, it probably got crushed right away. Almost to me. I'm sure it got crushed by my truck. I was about to say, like, yeah. your bad tire probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, damn potholes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the hell was that? Yeah. But yeah, it's that was a mess. It's funny because I, I always go back to um you know cell phone technology. I remember, you know, having the like the phone you flip open and had like the keyboard mm. and like, oh I'm hot shit, you know, oh, with yeah. this thing and how cool that was. And like I mean I had to charge it like every three days. Yep. You know, I mean it was nothing. Yeah. And now I think most people charge their iPhone multiple times a day. Yep. I usually about halfway through the day, I have to sit on the charger and I'll let it charge till it's about at about 60% and then I'll take it back off and then charge it mm -hmm. at night. Yeah. And a lot of people have to do that. And it's just kind of what we're used to now. Yeah. You know, most people charge them while they're driving always. Cause I plug mine in. That's how I listen to shit. But Steph keeps her plugged in like damn near all day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you don't, you don't need to do that. But, yeah. Yeah. But she has like anxiety about it getting too low and her being stranded somewhere. So, well, I mean, that's the thing though, is like, the iPhone is the only phone I've ever seen where sometimes it'll be like full battery, then just dies. Yeah. Like, you know, That's when it, once, once, batteries, they get, yeah. once they get old, you know? Yeah. I actually found, so we got a new IT guy at work and he was, I was actually talking to him about lithium batteries and shit like that. And he was saying like, uh, he was saying they had like 
I don't know how it works, but they have like a memory. So like if you if you chart start charging your phone at like forty something percent and you do that on a regular basis over time, it just thinks that it's dead at forty percent. Oh wow. So like yeah, like th- they lose battery life because you don't let it drain all the way. And so like oh I mean over time they go bad anyway, but like right. it like it will increase the battery life if you let it drain like pretty much all the way which i think also too i've heard with the updates it, it's designed to make the older ones more obsolete as you update oh, yeah. it oh yeah yeah which sucks i mean i just got an iphone was it 14 or something mm-hmm. and i think my previous one was an iphone 8 yep so like i waited a while and it was like they basically told me like if you had waited any longer you would have got nothing for this trade-in i'm like well that's not good yeah. <laughs> you know glad i went ahead and upgraded when i did but yeah. that was I, i'm i'm rocking a 12 but yeah that was the same with me, it was like an eight before that. Mm, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is I always feel like like my phone was working fine. Mm-hmm. It was it was getting slow, but I'm like, it's fine. Like, I can make it on this. But it got to the point where it's like, okay, this thing sucks, you know. Yeah. I have a weird, like, weird issues with mine. I can't remember what it was, but it was just like, like the home button wouldn't yeah. work right and things like that. But it was, it was back, like, that was already be- where the home button wasn't a button anymore. Yeah. And so it was, but it was just weird. It and this one didn't even, doesn't even have the button. It's just got the swipe. Yeah. Which I like that. I do too. It's definitely better. And the face ID and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it's wild. Yep. Well, we, we have another, a, a little bit of an announcement. We're going to change uh, formats again a little bit. Big underscore Bane. Yep. We're going to, we're going to make this podcast shorter. We are. So it'll be Breaker and Bane's power path hour. <laughs> maybe we're, 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 we should we're just change it to the energy shot. Probably we should break yeah. Bane's energy shot because well, well the reason we're doing this is last week we obviously missed an episode we we just could not get schedules lined up and my work schedule's super weird and you know mm-hmm. you know you're working you work more of a normal schedule but you're working more than you were yeah so it's just it's harder to to make it happen sometimes and we just couldn't figure it out and I was just like you know what let's just skip a week like yeah. what are we gonna do and then I thought well maybe we can put it up late but then it's like Thursdays we record this so it's like well. We have to put up another episode in three days. So right, I, I will say this: that was a hell of a running streak that we it was because it, it was damn near ten years and we didn't miss an episode. No, it was really good, <laughs> and I and I I think it's probably something we put more on ourselves than other people do. Yeah, I don't think like, people give a shit. I don't think they do, and I think it is what it is. And yeah, I think the whole podcasting bubble is starting to collapse a bit. Where a lot of people thought, oh, this is a way to make money, and now people are more like, I think this is just a hobby. Yeah, that's my opinion because I feel like mainstream ones are going to do well, but everything else is going to be like kind of in the middle. Yeah, I think if you're promoting it to be a business, like you're you're probably doing the wrong thing. Yeah, I think if you have the right following or some type of celebrity involved, you might do okay. But even a lot of those don't seem to last. Well. I think it's I think it's more so if you're already famous and you start doing a podcast sure. that can be good for extra monetization. Yeah, but it shouldn't be your main source, right? And I and I think you know over time people just kind of start to you know it's not that they don't want to listen they just there's other new shows and yeah we only have so many hours in the day to listen to shows so it kind of it just people drift away yeah. so we're gonna do like thirty ish minute episodes I think for mo- moving forward maybe with like one general topic and then kind of you know changing things up kind of like what we did with the energy shot which I always thought was fun you know to kind of dive into one specific topic kind of a, a deep dive now we'll go off here and there yeah. but I always liked that one better than I did a regular show to be honest yeah because it was a lot more of people like did a, more like conversation versus the show where it was like we were hitting topics you know yeah yeah and I think it it was it was fun because we were able to 
dive into stuff we didn't always talk about in detail. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was that was definitely a good idea to go back to now. So with this new sh- new concept, that's kind of where we're heading to, at least for now. Um, a few things I want to discuss, and I'd like to get your take on it. CM Punk, we cannot get this guy out the of the hell news. out of here, dude. Seriously, <laughs> like every time. We'd go to do an episode, he's done something. And not necessarily bad, but he's doing something to be relevant in some way. And, you know, whether it's coming back to AEW or getting in fights or, you know, posting shit on the internet about, like, you know, Meltzer's a liar, Jericho's a stooge, Mm -hmm. you know, all these these things. Well, then he just out of nowhere shows up to Monday Night Raw backstage. Yeah. Probably hasn't had any contact with any upper management there since 2014 when he left. Yeah which is the same time this podcast started to put in perspective. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, a lot of people were thinking maybe it's his like apology tour. Like, cause I guess he did speak to triple H for a minute and, and then was eventually asked to leave orders from Vince and he, he, he left. Um, I don't know. What'd you think about that, man? Cause I, I don't think anyone expected him to just show up out of nowhere. I didn't realize that Vince told him to leave. Yes. Also didn't realize that Vince was there. Vince was not there. Vince put in word to tell him to leave. Oh, so somebody opinion. somebody told Vince that he was there. Oh yeah, okay. Vince got word. Yeah, um, yeah. I and I, and my understanding is once he was asked to leave, he said goodbye and left. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, and, I, and I had also heard he's like, "Hey, is it cool if I'm here?" Like, yeah. he even who did he who? Like, I wonder who set that up for him to be there if he just showed up. It was in Chicago. He just showed up. He just my showed up. Yeah. Because my like, and I guess some of the talents brought him in. Like, I wonder who he's cool with there. It's hard to say. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people he is cool with, but like, I feel like not a whole lot of people in that locker room have said a lot of good things about him. Right. And so he's very polarizing. Right. But I mean, you know, like, like I wonder what him and Seth Rollins had a conversation about if they talked him and Miz, I guess talked. Yeah. Which I feel like Miz is probably cool with everybody, even if they're not cool. I guess they squashed a little bit of beef they had. Did they? And, uh, you know, so I don't know, but who is he cool with? Maybe Dolph Ziggler. I don't know. Like, I can see that because Dolph doesn't give a shit about nothing. You know what I mean? Right. But it, you also figure that locker room is probably a lot different than it was 10 years ago when he was last there. That's true. That's very so, true. So, like, who the hell does he even know? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I guess he spoke to Triple H for a minute, and they shook hands and spoke for briefly, and he kind of stayed out in the public eye and all that stuff. So, I don't know. I don't know the whole details of it, but a lot of people think maybe it was him trying to show that he's, like, trying to make amends. I, but I, I wonder... But why would you go there? Like, because I think maybe the elite guys don't think he's genuine. That's my thought. That's my opinion, one hundred percent. If you're the elite guys, if you're the Bucks or Kenny, and this guy goes on this incredibly insane tirade mm-hmm. at the press conference and basically says, "Like, hey, you got a problem with me? Come find me," and they do, and then they get into a fight, like. Right. Clearly, the guy seems unstable. Like, if you're basing it off of what has happened, he yeah. seems like he's off to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and uh, so I could see them being like, no, fuck that guy. We're not working with him. Right? I mean, like, I understand if people have spats because that's normal. Sean sure. and Brett had a spat. You know, a lot of guys have had issues but can put that aside to work together to make money. Right. But if this guy's a little off, kind of don't want to. I mean, I wouldn't work with someone who, you know, went off like that or had his friend bite me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's a little, that's a little much. Well, but I will, I'll say this. If I'm, if I'm the bucks in the elite, like him going to raw to like, go talk to people and apologize. That wouldn't like 
make me think like, oh, okay, this guy's trying to help, you know, figure it out. Like, I would be like, oh, he's trying to, you know. Get a job back. He's trying to get a job or to make us look jealous. You know what I mean? Like Could be. And it's like, I, that would piss me off even more. Like, especially if he, yeah. didn't, if he didn't come talk to us first. You know what I mean? And like, maybe he did. I don't know. But like, if. If he didn't, come. I, I've again, you, what do you believe? What you want to believe on the internet? But I heard right. they did. They have not had contact, but him and Jericho have sat down and squashed beef. Yeah, that's what they said. So, but like, if if the Bucks and the Elite like haven't been talked to, then I feel like if I was in their position, I'd be even more pissed. Sure, like you're going to apologize to all these other people before you apologize to us. Fuck you. Well, and that's why people think it's the apology tour. Like he's trying to like check everybody off the list, you know. Yeah, but I feel like the most important one would be the freshest wound. The, well, the one where you have potential to go make money again, right? Yeah, because I feel like even if even if CM Punk goes to Triple H, is like, dude, I am so sorry. Triple H ain't gonna hire him back. No, he doesn't need to. Right? He's he's kind of making it like work on his own. Although it is weird, like it's a little strange to me that Trish Stratus is back, like. I know it's random, but just I was thinking of CM Punk being like an older generation guy doesn't need to come back, but now all of a sudden she's just back on Raw. I don't think that's a full time deal, though. Maybe not, but she got drafted to Raw. Oh, did she really? She was part of the draft. So oh, well, well, maybe it is. I don't know. Like it's it's like a at least a her and Lita are basically what? back for all intents and purposes. Aren't well, they? I guess Lita's thing is done now. Okay, she's she's gonna be gone for a while, but like it's. Like maybe maybe she just got an edge schedule, you know. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Anyway, back to punk. Like I just, I I I think the guy just go away, man. Like just go away, just because it's Chicago. Well, and see the big the big thought is, um, they're I guess AEW announced they're canceling the YouTube shows. Yep. And they're gonna do this new Saturday night show. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's what we need. Well, at least they're canceling two of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least it's not like, hey, here's show number five. You right. know, like, that's too much. So we're going to get Dynamite, Rampage, and this new show. I think it's called Collision is the rumor. That's what they okay. That's what they trademarked. So, but they, I guess they want Punk to lead that show. And I guess there's even thought of, like, doing separate rosters to keep these guys apart. And I'm like. <laughs> so a brand split is really happening in AEW. But just so that guys don't get in fights. Like, that's, a, to me, a huge issue. Yeah. Like that, you don't, you shouldn't like cater to ego. I right. don't think. I don't think so either. If if you can't get along, you know enough, what that third show should have been, Ring of Honor. Well, yeah, there you go. Like what? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically they're doing a Ring of Honor show too, but it's. I think it's kind of like their NXT. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that could have been it. Like that could have been the big show. Oh, sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure, it could have been. Cause it's, but it's on its own like app now. So I think they wanted a third like television show. Cause that's yeah. more of like a, you know, honor club exclusive thing. And it's fine. It's fine for what it is. But yeah, yeah I think that's what they're wanting now. And uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and he said that he's under the, the understanding that um, Warner media, whoever they are, discovery plus whatever the company is called now, wanted full control of all the shows. And so that's so why they wanted the YouTube shows to go away. We want this third show. And, you know. From a business standpoint. From a business that. standpoint, for sure. And so I get having Punk there is, like, it makes sense financially, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like, as, like, the star. But if he's going to be on Collision, that ain't going to do much. Well, I think they're looking at it because he popped a rating on the first Rampage or one of the early Rampages. Mm-hmm. Because, 
yeah, that's a big deal. Everyone thought yeah. that that was going to be a big deal, and it was. But after that, everyone realized that this is just a crappy one-hour show right? that no one really cares it's, about. It's thunder. Right, 100%. Yeah. And no one cares to watch that because nothing is going to happen. Right. And um, and everyone knows Dynamite's a flagship, right? Yep. Like, that's it's not a secret. So I think maybe their thought is, well, maybe we can make this show the second show. And I still think the problem is trying to make it a show and not going to a you know, a, a streaming service. Yeah. I think that's your biggest problem in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't know, man, the whole thing is weird, right? It's really weird. And like, I'm to the point I was excited for him to come back. Like I, I was wanting him to come back, but like, I'm to the point where I'm just like, dude, go away. Do you think he'll get a warm reception when he comes back? It depends on where they're at. I mean, he supposedly is returning in Chicago. So yeah, he will there. But do you think that that will last and sustain? Do you think people are going to be like, yes, he's back finally? Because, I mean, I feel like like I, I'm a huge fan of the Hardy Boys. I met them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I thought they were super cool. And I'm a huge Jeff Hardy fan. But it's really hard for me to get invested in the guy yeah, because of how many times he's messed up. So I think, do you remember when Vince McMahon had all the, like, I know it's just recent, but like he had all the sexual allegations. But yeah. then he started coming out on screen like afterwards like to do like little promos and the crowd was cheering him. Crowd was popped huge, like every single time. And I think that's the effect CM Punk's going to have totally different situations, but people hate him. but you hear cult personality and you can't help but cheer. Sure. And so I think that's probably what we're going to be dealing with here. Yeah, it could be. Uh, and that the whole Vince thing was weird to me. Yeah. Apparently there's another lawsuit coming in a big racism lawsuit. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. it doesn't shock me, but... Yeah, and it, it had to do with a writer who... Oh, I, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, I guess there were some certain things that were like, you have to do this, and they were like... Yeah. Like, to the point where the talent's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Oh, no, you have to do that. Very, very stereotypical racism type stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, WWE is known for... Sure. ...for a long time. For sure, and it's... I don't know, just to see it in, like, writing, it's like, ooh, that's mm. not a good look. Um, I still stand by the fact that if someone's a good talent, it shouldn't matter yeah. if they can go, like let them be them. Yep. That was my whole thought on Keith Lee, right? You don't, he doesn't need to be the bear cat, you know, or anything stupid like that. I didn't realize he was dying his hair in WWE. I didn't either. Yeah. What do you think about the solid, like almost like the gray hair? If that's him, that's him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm all about all natural. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a, I think it does make him look a lot older, obviously. Oh yeah. But I, I don't, I never minded you know the diet hair one way or another i think if he's comfortable with this go for it you know yeah i mean he's he's badass doesn't matter how gray his hair is i think edge kind of having the gray in his beard makes him look saltier you know what i mean like certain guys when they have that grayish kind of going in i think it makes him look a little bit meaner like like the butcher he's got gray in his yes exactly you know like i think it you kind of makes you look a little bit saltier a little meaner a little tougher like you've been around the block a little bit i think that adds to that whole element there so no i think i think it's cool um yeah man cm punk it's hard not to talk about the guy yeah and what he'll do so do you think i'd love for him to just go away though i think it might be the best thing like do you think i think sometimes he's of the mindset like i gotta like you know rewrite my legacy here yeah, but I mean, like, but you also don't have to burn bridges. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, exactly. Like, the that's dude, the biggest issue I dude, have. Dude spent eight years away and like was totally cool with just talking about the the freaking hockey team that he loves, which is fine. And like, 
all of a sudden, now that he got a little, little taste of the limelight again, it's like he can't stay out of it. Yeah. You know? It's well, like, they say wrestling's like a drug. And, yeah. I, and I get that. And it's like, just just go away, man. Like, just in, enjoy the, the payday you got from Tony Khan and just go away. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think Tony Khan, let's say he brings him back, and I don't know how long, much long he has on his contract because they can freeze those contracts mm-hmm. with injuries and time away and all that stuff. Cause technically he's still injured. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think he's about to be cleared, but like all this time away was like, he was injured still. So, right. But let's say he has another two years on his deal. Do you think if like, let's say this whole two years goes smoothly. Do you think Tony Khan resigns him? No, you don't think so. I, I think he will. I think, I, well, I think he's too dead set on like letting him go. I, I think it actually just depends on how it goes. Yeah. You know, like can it go smooth back. though? I don't think so. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. It, unless unless you got your head up Punk's ass, I don't think it's going to go good. Yeah, I don't know. I um, put a, put him in the ring with guys like MJF who love him. You know what I mean? And or you know FTR who love him. Like put him in the ring with the guys who are fans of CM Punk and let that be that. Yeah. Don't put him in the ring with somebody who like just treats him like another dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Like because that's where I think problems are going to come. Well, and that's I think what's what's interesting because he had so many to me big potential matches he could have had. Yeah. And like they never got there and it's like, God oh, dang, that sucks, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 freaking weird, man. Yeah. The wrestling business is so strange now. Have you ever noticed though that the most interesting thing about the wrestling business is behind the scenes? Oh yeah, big time. N- nothing in front of the camera is really all that interesting anymore. No, and I just I, I I wish I didn't know about the behind the scenes stuff though, because like it takes away a little bit like, but, but when they do bring it out onto the camera, I do enjoy that though. Yeah. You know, like make it part of the story. I do. I do think that's fun. One more quick thing to throw out there. Uh, they announced a new season, a dark side of the ring it was debuting in the end of May. Yes. 10 new episodes. We're seeing like Abdullah the Butcher. Getting a Doink the Clown episode. Yeah. wonder what that's going to be it's about. It's probably mostly about Matt Bourne would be my guess. Okay. Um, uh, Abdullah the Butcher, Tammy Sitch, and Chris Candido. Yeah. That will be, that will be a, an interesting That one. will be an interesting one. Magnum TA, mm-hmm. which will be a fun one, I think. Well, I don't want to say fun, but it'll be an interesting one. There's a few others, too, that I, I didn't expect. So, I don't know, man. Like, it'll be, yeah. it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I was kind of shocked to see it come back, honestly. Well, they had a lot of controversy from that last season, remember? Because they did yeah. that plane ride from hell, and Ric Flair was, like, pissed yeah, because of how they portrayed him on there. Yeah. And uh, a few other people were not happy well, with how, heard, they were, how they were portrayed. Well, JR thought they, they twisted his words around or whatever. I also heard on that episode, specifically, they said um, there were two really bad plane rides. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they mixed them up, and a lot of them were mixed up, and that wasn't the fault, I don't think, of the uh, um, documentary. Yeah, it was like the wrestlers not remembering. But I mean, I I would get that. Like, if you're traveling international flights every oh, yeah. few months, yeah, you're gonna mix those up. Yeah, like I remember this one time, Kurt Henning and Brock Lesnar were wrestling. Like, you yeah. don't remember which flight that was. That that makes it seem like there's way more incidents than there probably should be. <laughs> yes, yes, but I, I know. Like, I mean that that episode even caused Tommy dreamer to get suspended from impact. Yeah. And I still, I still am. That one gets me. Cause I'm like, I bet dreamer didn't realize what was being said about flair. Yeah. And so his context of like, eh, it's no big deal. Right. He probably didn't realize what all was said. Right. right. And so they're probably telling him like, Oh, you know, Rick flair was dancing around naked. And he's probably like, it's the nature boy. That's what he does. Like, so I think 
he probably wasn't saying that in in the context of like he's like pinning a flight attendant down. A hundred percent. So I get what it, why Impact had to do that because right. like everyone was like, F Tommy Dreamer, what yeah. a piece of crap. And I'm like, that's super unfair to do to somebody, yeah. I think, to just kind of throw that out there in a super negative way, knowing it's going to make him look bad. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I, I know they did that Tales from the Territory show. I don't know if you ever watched that or not. That was like The Rock had a hand in that, didn't he? Yeah, and they basically brought in like four or five people and talked about a territory. It wasn't nearly as good. Yeah. And um, it's supposed to be like fun stories, right? Some fun, some like, you know, goofy and yeah, things like that. But it wasn't as good as Dark Side of the Ring. So I'm like, I'm happy it's back. But then I'm also kind of like, God, I hope we don't have another freaking controversy because oh, of this. What's the Matt Bourne thing going to be about? That one is the one I'm most interested in because of like, to me, I loved doing the clown as a kid. I think Matt Bourne had a lot of issues. Did I don't he? remember everything, but I know he's had some some pretty bad issues over the years. I know, like, Nash has always talked a lot of shit about him. Yeah, and my understanding is, and I hope they talk about this, Road Warrior Hawk came up with the character. Really? Because they were like, the guy looks like freaking Krusty the Clown, like, mm. walking in like, Ugh, you yeah. know? And that's where they kind of came up with the evil clown which was great, I think. Early Doink yeah. was amazing. Yeah. One of the best heels they had. Well, and Matt Bourne was a pretty solid wrestler, too. Exactly, and I think that's what made it work. Yeah. They made him a baby face, which was fun for young kids, but it didn't... Wasn't as good. But why have a clown? You know, yeah. like, you would only really have a clown if he's an evil clown, in my opinion. Right. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Right. So I think that one will be fun. I think there's going to be 10 episodes total, so it's going to be a pretty full season. Yeah. And uh, the entire... Like, process of this was pretty well kept under wraps. I don't think anyone even knew it was happening. Mm-mm. I never heard a single thing about it. Yeah. I wonder if they were, like, a little bit worried it was going to be sued. Like, they were going to be sued or something. Could be. The Abdullah the Butcher episode is going to be nuts because of him, like, I don't know if you heard about him passing, like, hep C and stuff. Oh, yeah. There was one that I'm, I was, was it a, a Survivor Series that they're going to talk about or a SummerSlam? I don't remember. There's some pay-per-view that WWE, I thought, one of them that they're going to talk about. Oh, they may be. I can't remember. I was just wondering how they were going to get footage or whatever about that. Well, you know, in the past, they've just recorded footage off the TV, which apparently is not illegal. Oh, okay. Um, I know they did that for, like, the Ultimate Warrior episode they did and stuff. So, um, I don't know. I'm actually pulling up the full list of episodes here. So, oh, it Bash the Beach 2000. Bash at the Beach. That's what it is. That's the one where Hogan lays, or Jarrett lays down. Jarrett, yeah. So, let's see. We got... That one's going to be good to me, too, because I've always wanted to know how much of a work that thing was. I think everyone thinks it was kind of a work. But. Well, the only reason, like, somebody, because I, I, I watched that video not too long ago, and somebody pointed out the fact that Hogan didn't even have his knee pads on. And so, oh, really? Yeah, and so they were like, it's clearly a work, because otherwise he would have his knee pads on. That's interesting, so yeah. he probably did know. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. I hope they talk about that. Yeah. Oh, there's another one I was going to talk about. So there's Chris Candido and, Tum- and Tammy Lynn Sitch, Magnum TA, Adrian Adonis, which I know he had a pretty rough life and died in a car wreck. Who is that? Adorable Adrian Adonis. Oh, the war makeup, right? Yep. Doink the Clown, the Junkyard Dog, Marty Jannetty. That one's going to be nuts. That one's going to be wild. Bam Bam Bigelow. I don't really know what darkness there is there. So well... I mean, he died young and stuff. Well, that and it's probably going to touch on like him saving a kid from the fire or whatever. And that's that's right. how he got his tattoos. Mm-hmm. Abdullah the Butcher, Bash of the Beach 2000, and the Graham family. Oh, Mike Graham committed suicide not too long ago. Is that relation to Billy Graham? Uh, no, he's related to Eddie Graham. I guess I don't know. Championship even... Wrestling from Florida. Oh. 
he uh, he worked in the office at WCW a little bit too. Mike Graham did. Okay, he was around, didn't do a lot, but was always kind of there. So okay. I don't know much about that. Well, and I think too. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten episodes. I think that will be fun because there's a lot of stuff I don't know about, and I think that to me is like when I the Herb Abram story on on uh on season two of Dark Side of the Ring. See, I didn't know a thing about that. I didn't. That one was so interesting to me. Yeah. So I'm like, how did I not know about this? Yeah. Like. Yeah, Paul Orndorff and Cactus Jack. Like, what the hell's going on here? But yeah, it was it was insane. There was a lot of those federations that they talk about that I'm like, I've never even heard of these, which I think is what makes it fun. Yeah. But anyway, that's about all we got this week. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.